kind of like, all right. I think I think I had a I, I had a full conversation with a stripper like while she was dancing on stage, and I was like literally just like, I was like, it wasn't even like a conversation that was like about her like dance. I was like, yo, I outfit lit. I like it. That's fire. Whatever. That's fire. That's what's up. And we got to a whole conversation while she was dancing. I was like, this is awesome. This is great. Spectacular. I'm like I enjoy this shit. Oh, Sixers. So can can we disclose what what location that was? Like, is that place still around, or is Northwest it... Indiana? Okay, that's all I remember. I was incredibly drunk. I was. I had a game. I had a, I had a gig at uh uh. I had a gig at um shit a bar in Indiana, and one of the homies was like, "Yeah, I should do security at a strip club too." So they was like, "Fuck it, let's go." Shit was lit. It was, it was awesome. They just kept giving us drinks too. I didn't pay for shit. So it was a good time. I had a story kind of like yours in um in Columbus, Georgia. It was a chick in there that was making a fire shoot out her you dig, and I just oh man. That dead it was like amazing, but it didn't do what it should have did for me. So I was like, I got like a million jokes for this stunt. You got it. I'm gonna just because after a while, you like you know, if you've been in a strip club long enough, now you just like, now you just not, now you you're not even enamored at the dance no more, and like what's supposed to happen. Now at the point where there's fire coming out of the cooch, you just right. like you're just like that is pretty awesome. You have fire crotch. Thank you. Is yeah. Thank you. See, you. when is fire crotch like been a good thing? Like that just kind of make me think of like, never. Why does she think that we want to see hot heated you know on saying? flame? <laughs> Like burning and cooch is not a good collective <laughs> thing. So a fire, so a literal fire coming out is not gonna no. make me want you more. No, it's not. It's not. That's 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 for the acrobatics of it all. Speaking of things, freaky freaky Ziggy on uh, on different messages. Like, ah, this shit hurt. I'm peeing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I should put you in like eight headlocks. <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, we didn't even discuss what we want to talk about today, but I'm just gonna bring it up. It's got podcast. I mean, but you can, you know, you you do the editing, so shit, you can re-edit this shit out. No, fuck it, leave it in there. All right, fuck it. So, get real. We live today. Fuck it. (laughs) We live today. We are live today. Okay, you disappeared. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah! Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast episode. Somebody help me, I can't count. I went to a private school. We only know about season six. 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 Like I said, I only went to a private school. We only learned about Jesus. We didn't learn how to count. Don't judge me. That's right, yo. Episode number six. Back again. Was a week before. What you call it? Elimination Chamber. A uh, week before Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Young. Young. Let's go. Week before Elimination Chamber. Let's get this thing going. Let's get this riled up. That's what I'm talking about. Got some good matches for Elimination Chamber. Got some good things going. Um, my name is Joe Freelot, aka I'm the one tweeting, aka if you go on Twitter, you're gonna see something now that you ain't gonna see. Anyway, with that being said. <laughs> 
We'll know what I'm talking about. Enjoy, enjoy this episode. Let's get this going. Uh-oh. KG, bro. Do you, I, oh, shit. I don't know if y'all remember this movie. Do y'all remember when Braxton P. Hartnerberg had like on a do-rag the whole movie? Original gangster? <laughs> How you gonna do a man like that, bro? KG got the original gangster do-rag Let's go, KG! I told you. It's like suede slippers with um, a lovely young ginger snap handing him his robe and his whiskey. The ginger assassin, the West Side gangster, the West Side gun. Ladies and gentlemen, the other KG. I just need to know um, is Charlotte fluent in Spanish or is Andrade's English getting any better? Because like they have to be tired of communicating with each other through Google Translate. God damn it. We just started. We just got the shit. God damn it, KG. You have a burp on my burger. Hey. Where do we go from? All right. Damn it. That's a good one. That was a fucking good one. I'll see you. Now I got to go to my brother. Wild man. Ill with the skill. Ill with the deal. Getting better every day. My man, Ill Will, man. What's up, bro? First of all, KG ain't letting that shit go. Google Translate, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, while you while you showed up with the Lamar off of um, BMF do-rag on, um, <laughs> I just like... Because the wasn't doing it. My hair not camera ready. I feel you. I got I got it. On I Tuesday. gotta, I gotta get my hair cut on on Sunday for you know for the Super Bowl. I feel you, I feel you. Who y'all going for? Um, you know what the NFL they they all about stories, man. So what did they say? There's only been two quarterbacks in history that ever won a national championship in the Super Bowl. Both of them named Joe. Cincinnati's quarterback is named Joe. You know, uh, he actually make history. He won a Heisman and a national championship already. So he, he'd be the first person ever to do all three. That's what I'm going I'm with. I'm kind of pulling for Cincinnati just because of the Midwest part of it's still kind of Midwest, you know. Well, then I, I do want to see Matthew, Matthew Stafford Stafford. win one, though. I want to see him win one. Yeah. I can't stand him. Really? Uh, really? As a, well, I mean, he didn't have our number the way obviously Aaron Rodgers does. It's just he does some shiesty stuff. You watch him like he'll, he'll like he well, granted, this isn't Dominican too, so I shouldn't feel bad for him of all people. But he did kick the he did kick the dude in the nuts. <laughs> After the play was blown dead. And then like he also like Horse Collar, one of the Bears players, who at the time I can't remember dude's name, it was like he didn't get caught. And they like they threw dude out for retaliating. I don't know. I mean, in I his defense, he was in Detroit. Yeah. Somebody said what? Somebody, somebody was like Matthew Stafford playing in the Super Bowl. Eminem performing at halftime. It's close as Detroit has ever gotten to a Super Bowl. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Pick up a few things down there in D town if you don't wish him luck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, finally, I want to introduce the conqueror, the destroyer, the uh, BBW assassin. Oh. Old man Logan, what's good, man? 
Greetings and salutations. I can't think of another Ruby quote to say, but I'm just going to say what I always say. Do you want to be good or do you want to be great? Congrats to Mia Yim and Limitless One, Keith Lee, on your beautiful union. You know what to call him? Want to call him Bearcat? What's, what's happening? What just happened here? Oh, uh, leave that Bearcat shit where it's at now. Do y'all think he's going to show up on AEW Dynamite this Wednesday? Yes or no? Yeah, at some point, yeah. Well, I think Joe's asking. I think there's like some mystery upon Pfizer at Cassidy. Um, so it's either, I think it's either going to be Keith Lee or it's going to be Killer Cross. Probably more likely Keith Lee. They need, they need some more baby faces. And they need more, they need more intimidating big guys. They don't have enough big guys. It's like Wardlow, Miro, Marty Hawk. That's about it. Luchas, Luchasaurus. Oh, yeah, Luchasaurus. Yeah. And uh, did you say Jake Hager? And Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs. That's it. Yeah, but I, it. but they, you know, they don't. They're not as dynamic, I guess. And maybe I'm just, I'm just partial to who I like. I like who I like. They need some size, though. Um, I would definitely go out to Keith Lee um, if I was them. Do I think he's gonna debut Monday, uh, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday? Uh. I mean, it's either it could be a it's, it could be a bunch of people, man. We could just run it down the list. Like it'd be Keith, it right. could be you know. I mean, uh, Vince gave the list to the to the world. Yeah, it could be Keith. It could be Carrion. It could be uh, Samoa Joe. Like you know, it's some big names out there that we just kind of like waiting to debut. I mean, if it's the if it's Samoa Joe, I think I might go a little crazy on that shit because it's the I'm thinking thinking about the matches with like Samoa Joe and. What do you do if it's Ray Wyatt? Still right. We still waiting on Wyndham. So uh, Wyndham's gonna take us. He know he don't, he, don't, he don't want to check. He don't really need that. He don't really need that. He don't really want to do that like that. He don't really care about that like that. So I don't think I don't think he really gets fucked about that. Oh, all right. So just 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 to, before we get to Elimination Chamber, and whoever's got the matches, can y'all pull them up, please, so we can like make our predictions and everything else. I, I got that uh, not to, not to cut you off. I got that um, queued up, and then I got uh, NXT Vengeance Day queued up too. That should be quick. You know what I'm saying? Easy for us to run through because it's a uh, TV uh, event. Bro, I only watch NXT for Gigi. There she goes. There she goes. <laughs> Gigi's gonna have a match, so we gotta bring it up. I don't give a damn about the match. I just watch it for. I just, I just watch it to watch Gigi. I don't really watch the shit. The devilish smile on KG's face. <laughs> Because G, listen, listen. As Gigi passes our screen once again, the G, this this mother, she she, she got something. She got some sauce. She got something. Okay, all right. Got the sauce. You got she got she got sauce. She got the sauce. Sauce. I ain't talking about that stuff. You be talking about Tim, so even say it. But yeah, I the saw. you be talking about not. No, me. no. I talk about that. Don't no. be not finna talk about no damn meat sauce well, today. Virgil, I see y'all see I didn't say it. I said what Virgil be talking about. Like you mentioned it. That's that madness <laughs> nonsense. You you said this. You said you said this. You really you were advocating for this shit hard. You realize hard. niggas can't smile because you my, my Paul Heyman bag and said meat sauce madness. Oh, and not one person wanted it. No one wanted that. We didn't want no. that. We did not want that. Oh, okay. So this is what I wanted to say real quick. I heard some shit on TikTok, which, by the way, there's a TikTok, by the way, in case you want to go to Hot Take Wrestling. 
P. I don't even know why they gave us the P. That's weird. But Hot Take Wrestling on TikTok that had uh, a controversial saying. It had a picture of Twitter. If you've seen John Wick, there was a point, one of guns punch, uh, pointed at John Wick. I think that's John Wick too, whatever. It says, what's your controversial WWE or wrestling opinion about something that would get you in that situation? Yeah, me in what situation? Like, like that will get you in that situation where everybody will point their gun in your head, like you're incredibly wrong. That's a stupid, that's a stupid sense. He said the following. He said, Bailey was wasn't is the best women's champion out of all the four horsemen, and it's not even close to anybody else. He says she top two and she not two. Yeah, yeah. He said she's top tier. He said anybody else has been champion or whatever has not had the run that Bailey had or hasn't had the presence as Bailey had either. I could agree. I could almost agree with that from a standpoint that Char- most of Charlotte's runs have been dull. I'm just like, she's a phenomenal wrestler. I'm just not a fan of hers. Like her character's gotten a little better. They've done Sasha dirty, so we can't really ever put her in the conversation. Becky, they tamed her down because she was trolling. I guess like she was trolling Rhonda too much. Like Rhonda really, her. I, I guess she got in her feelings because remember that picture she had her in the submission and uh you know when becky's calling herself the man and, and ronda was like your submission is like that's as close as you'll have to actually having a dick or something you'd like to call yourself the man and then like she put she photoshopped travis brown's head on there and she was like now that you mentioned i guess it does look i'm holding god damn it becky god damn it god damn it becky God damn it, Becky. <laughs> but I think I, they tamed her down, though. Let, let, she wasn't the same as she wasn't like that SmackDown. I'm oh, sorry, well, I'll let you go after I will be But that SmackDown run she had, she was on fire. But like when they sent her to Raw, they tamed her down. But I think it's like they don't like stuff that gets over. SmackDown makes some raw takes, and AJ said it. You know. they, don't, they don't like people to get themselves over, and you know what I'm saying? That's. Rusev Day got over, and what did they do? They did their best to bury that. You know what I'm saying? The man thing, they kind of just ran with it because it was just kind of like, all right, she got a face broke over it, you know? So how can you not continue that run when, you know, this girl literally got her face broken as a result? I think I think as I think as a whole, I agree with this opinion, though, because, like, I remember championship runs more so by, like, the them being memorable. Like, I remember Brett's probably – second championship run because he had epic matches i remember um triple h's championship runs too and the ma- and the matches with like the matches with orton matches with goldberg matches with like chris benoit and sean like i remember those matches you know what i'm saying so i remember those um but i do agree with that do any of you have an opinion like that where it's like yo why would you say that that's crazy Gunpoint at your face, yo. That's crazy. I don't, I, don't fucking, I don't fucking like that. Like for example. Okay, here we go. Um, NXT was better. Um, <laughs> NXT is better now than it was. The, yeah, like like some shit like that. Yeah. Like, like, like that. I okay. Here's mine. Here's mine. Here we go. All right. Um, in my personal opinion about how I feel about certain things and how what I think about certain things, and this is not a big deal. I think 
that um, the run by Oscar in NXT was actually too short. Um, I think that Nikki Cross was sold short on her NXT run as well. And I also think that NXT was better when it was just Tommaso Ciampa. No joke like that. I mean, somebody somewhere might have a problem with what you said, but okay. I have a problem with any of that. Yes! <laughs> like, I was still trying to figure out why they would put somebody in a position like that about the whole Bailey statement, too, because, I mean, she carried the pandemic and her runs that she had during that time, if you want to be real, she was the MVP of the pandemic era. Her. I, I, me and Kenny was just talking about this at work earlier. Like, no I, disrespect to Drew McIntyre. Yeah. No disrespect to Roman toward the end of it. But Bailey, between her whole program with Sasha, the tag belt thing, um, the her best. women's title run literally as a consistent reign, it was better than every one of the other ones they all had. Sasha was a transitional as hell. Charlotte transitional a lot of the time. And pregnancy and, and complacency fucked up Becky stuff. So why is that one of those statements? It really that's kind of not debatable, honestly. You you get thrown off by the way everybody else is pushed, but Bailey is a better champion. I also would say that although Becky can wrestle, I don't like the way she wrestles in the ring. I think it's boring. I feel like just feel like get it all out right now. Fuck it. Not, not to be fair. To be fair, she also hadn't had the best dance partners outside of. I mean, Liv has gotten better, but I mean, you really want to. I mean, it's kind of, it's still kind of like, eh. I mean, if you take away, if you take away like a four horsewoman, if you take away a four horsewoman of any of her matches, who else has she had a good match with? Because I can tell you that Bailey's had good matches with Oscar. She had good matches with Kyrie Sane. She's had good matches with. Uh, Bianca Belair. Bailey had a good match. Not Bailey. Uh, Bailey had a good match with Oscar. She had, back back years at the Rumble, she had a good match with Oscar. I mean, granted, it is Oscar. Pre pregnancy. But... Like, this run now. Like, how, that do drop match. We be talking about Becky wrestling. That damn do drop match. Um, so they want me to believe that she was going to manhandle slam her from the. <laughs> ah! And they made and they made Bianca struggle with trying to you know slam her. Right? Yeah, but this is my thing. Like I don't know why dude felt like that was such a hot take in terms of Bailey's run with the title. I, I I think out of all of the four horsewomen, her her run was the most entertaining run. Like you think about it, Becky's the man build up to become a champion was way better than the title reign. The yeah. first title defense was against was it Lacey? Wasn't it Lacey Summers? Wasn't it Lacey Evans? Lacey you got a you got a Lacey Summers. I'm pretty sure that's like a pornographic act. Not 100 sure, but it could. Hey, she I might she she might be a part of that submission sorority. <laughs> hey, hey, very yeah. first title defense. Like, really? Y'all and y'all y'all go with that. that? Y'all remember that? Uh, the, that's what I'm saying. They kind of sabotaged her run. They And they put it with her for months. I'm talking backlash, extreme rules. Like, why? And that's another thing that kind of... Becky's getting us up in hot water. 
Because she had put a picture up of Lacey in Charlotte. She's like, I think this company has a type. They do. Whoever is short blonde and has a or, bl or blonde and figured, basically. Right, that's it. That's it. Whoever's short and blonde and figured. Or if you're blonde. Or they if you're blonde. They're willing to go blonde. Like Beth, Beth Phoenix, brown. Right, because Charlotte wasn't even a blonde. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte was Auburn. Yeah. Or, right. They, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not a hot take. It's actually the truth. Like, it's that ain't going to get down with guns to you. Like, you know, if you say uh, all of Charlotte's title runs are, you know what I'm saying? Like, how am I trying to say this? Like, justify it. Like, it, all of her title runs are justified. Like, you know, because she's, like Will said, she's a transitional champion most of the time, a lot of the time. You know, she has long reigns, but she's, she's one of them people, she'll lose the title and get it right back. Let's let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Does Charlotte have a memorable gimmick where we're like, yeah, that's Charlotte? I mean, I not since NXT. I'm gonna go with that one. Not since NXT. I'm gonna go with that one. Like the whole you got. I just heard it. Yeah. Oh, main roster. It's just been father. You know, father. It's, I'm following my father's gimmick. You know that. I just Has it ever her. been believable that Charlotte could lose in her entire character's buildup ever? Even like if you go to the NXT stuff when she was uh, feuding with Natalya with Bret Hart in her corner and Rick in hers, like you kind of still thought right. Charlotte's going to be Natalya. I never thought like in most of her feuds that unless she was a heel, that she was definitely going to lose to whoever she was going against. Charlotte always built to be well, in the shadow of her dad, and to look better than whoever she's supposed to be going against. That what they what they say about her athletics? What's the the term they use? Um, athletics. Yeah, that stuff. Cause she do flips and shit. Athletic prowess. Um, Flippy stuff. She doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> she she, she can do a moonsault like like Kurt Angle. Uh, I just feel like bro, I just feel like I genuinely I genuinely feel like. I genuinely feel like Charlotte is such a talented wrestler, but she is just a boring individual personality-wise. And that's not like a knock in terms of who she is. Like, I think the person, like, remember when Renee used to do those uh, little packages with like uh, interviews with people or whatever, like she did one with Seth Rollins or whatever, and like a, like a breakfast restaurant or whatever for like 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Like in that, Charlotte had personality. She was cool. Like she was, you know, she, everything else, she's athletic. She's just, oh shit! She's the people of Roman Reigns. Oh shit! Charlotte Flair equals beginning female Roman Reigns. I wouldn't go that far because I don't. I don't think Roman is anywhere close there in the ring. That's and that's my maybe that's my whoa, 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 what? Whoa, tribal chief like that? Come on, man. Whoa, wait a minute. Name one great Roman match that wasn't with somebody that was a top tier in ring performer. Braun Strowman uh, and, and Roman Reigns. I'm yeah. talking about like like memorable like at least four and a half stars. Big show. That eh. might be okay. That's a few guys, man. Wow! Are you serious? Better. Wow! Roman carry old man Undertaker. Okay. He carried Sheamus. He did. He carried Sheamus in the ladder match. Sheamus and Sheamus the match on Raw. Sheamus, Sheamus is good. 
he's just he's a once again he's bland he's he's bland as i don't know what Seamus actually has always been like i not always after like they at, like from his like 2012 title run he's actually been a good wrestler since he just is not entertaining he's just bland this is my gun pointed at you. That's because they won't put written in, in my face back on him. Like, they need to give him his old theme back. Like, lobster. Right, they let him do his thing. When you say he's bland, KG, are you saying the, the complete career, or is it just a period of his career where he's been bland? He's been bland for most of his career. Oh! No. So even during the bar run, you didn't care for him? Joe, why are you making that noise? You always did the first time we like the first year we met you. You said like, I would never care about Seamus. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I, 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 I don't care. I appreciate him, but like <laughs> I, I don't care about Seamus because I think that um, Seamus is what Eddie Guerrero was when he first got the WCW. Like he was always like a title holder. He was always somebody they believed in. They just put stuff on him. And he's good. I think he's good in the ring. And I think he's actually underrated in the ring because he's had a lot of matches and not many times you see him falter. Do not many times you see a match go bad. Um, like, for example, I think probably United States title Sheamus. No, no, no. World heavyweight title Sheamus in 2008 or nine. Best version of Sheamus. Fan of Sheamus there, whatever. Love that Sheamus. The one that like, like, he couldn't use the bro kick against Big Show. He had to fight uh, Mark Henry. Um, the Daniel Bryan matches he had or whatever. I'm not talking about the like, quick one. I'm talking about the actual Daniel Bryan match. Like, that was good Sheamus. Like, that was quality Sheamus. But when I say I don't really care for Sheamus, it's because he was so good and so hot. Like, now it's like, you, you can't do anything more. Like, that's it. You you were hot then. You were, you were good. I see I what he's saying. I, don't, I, don't, I see what you mean. I don't think he's, you know, I don't. Oh, I say I don't care. I just don't. I like. I've seen you do that, like, because you're great. I've seen you do it already. It's like what's left for Seamus. There's nothing exactly. There's nothing else that you're gonna do to impress me. Like if if Seamus starts doing like suicide plunges, I'm like, man, if you were such a big ass now somewhere. Well, like, well, going back to the latter match, though, Seamus has always been one of the better brawlers. So you really want to give, like, I mean, because you should really say. I think it's because no one cared about the match. Because once again, who really cares about Seamus? That don't mean you can't expect a match to be good going in. So, because Seamus has always been one of the better brawlers in the company. But I feel like okay, you know what, you know what, you know what. I so said. in a ladder match, once again, that's basically an old bar match. So it's to say, like, I mean, so I didn't expect it to be bad. People were trying to crap on the match before it even started because no one cared about Seamus, and people thought Roman was getting shut down everyone's throat. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really giving I'll give him credit for the Big Show one because other than Seamus, nobody's really gotten a good match out of Big Show, probably that you can go back and watch and be like, all right, that was entertaining. But I'll rephrase. So maybe like an actual full on no gimmick involved. Because Charlotte got some shit. Okay. I'll go out. So I'll rephrase that way. Like if there's no gimmick involved, how many like Roman matches you really going back to watch? Um, where it's not like where it's not like somebody that's like a top echelon, like or an even a, an average worker, should I say? That's what they're what 
in there. Because him and that stuff that uh, Jay told was good storytelling, but it wasn't like good match quality. The match with Miz was a good one when Miz won the uh, Intercontinental Championship. I think he gave Montez Ford a good match too on SmackDown. Taz is just over the top though. Taz ain't a the Angel Dawkins. And Roman and Roman let him do his stuff. But Angel Dawkins is the worst one by far between the two of them. Taz ain't bad. He's just oh, he's just super over the top. It's like his personality. I would say that's just it's it's a bit much. But I would say Taz is decent enough. Yeah. He's, he's, this, he's gotten this, better. This is this is a tag wrestler as we are, as we see him though. Yeah. He gave us a preview of him no, as a single star in the main gotten, event too. But no, Roman's like, gotten better. I'm not saying, but I'm saying like when we said that about Roman though, Roman at the time is like nobody was really clamoring for his match. I've always Charles always been able to have a great match for the most part. And it's just her personality has never been there. But if we're if so, I'll rephrase. Maybe I'll rephrase what I said. At the time when we were saying about Roman, we thought he was just like, "All right, bro, you need to, you know what I mean? You need to work on your personality and your ring ability." Now it's it's Charlotte's just. I think she's always just needs to work on her personality. I think. I think. I think when I say this um, about Charlotte, I think it needs to resonate. Besides the four horsewomen and. Oscar, who has Charlie really had it? Nope, a lot. Has she had a match with Kyrie saying that we don't know about yet? That was good. The one with Ronda Rousey was fire in Survivor Series. Was that fire because she whooped Ronda Rousey's ass? No, the actual match quality. No, I I watched it back. I think it was personally. Mm. Well, I don't like Meltzer guy. Meltzer guy who hates women's wrestling. Like it only it only feels like the (laughs) match was good because Charlie gave. Ronda the, the nah. like worst fight she had up to that point. I f- and I feel like and I feel like that has a lot to do with it. But as I think about it, the match was pretty solid. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Because Ronda, I mean, because Ronda Rousey's no, actually solid in the ring. I, I'll give her that credit because I know we. I think we, I think we kind of bashed Ronda for it. But Ronda's actually pretty solid in the ring for like having the train that she's had. You know what I'm saying? She's she's been pretty. She's been pretty safe. She's been pretty good for the most part. Hasn't botched a lot. Like she, she probably should, but you know. I mean, no one was there to see it, but the WrestleMania 36 match against Rhea Ripley. That was the only thing that made WrestleMania watchable in terms of actual match quality, other than that triple threat with uh, Jimmy and Kofi and, and Morrison. That was the only, well, the Boneyard match wasn't like, I'm talking about like actual match. Like Boneyard, we know that was a cinematography thing and it was entertaining, like for sure. But I'm saying like in terms of actual, because they did, they did, uh, they did Sammy and, and DB dirty. They gave them like eight minutes. Yeah, they did them dirty. And they they kind of did. They didn't really book Seth and KO to the point where they what they could have really done. Yeah. So I'm, I would say Charlotte and Rhea was honestly like, just from a wrestling standpoint, was probably the best match on the WrestleMania 36 card outside of maybe that triple threat ladder match. Mm-hmm. But. But just from a wrestling standpoint, I would say no. Charlie got. We you said just beyond the four horsemen. I'm pretty sure Charlie got other stuff too. Mm-hmm. You said and Oscar. But I mean, when we do that though, so here's the thing. When I say that about Roman, it's a little different because there's way more depth. You take away them, they ain't hardly nothing nobody else left. Yeah. But uh Bianca Belair, they had a good match on Raw. They got uh they ended with the disqualification. Yeah. They said Charlotte was trying to put her over, but like, I guess Vince didn't want her to drop the title or something. I don't know. 
I think it's time, but I think it's time we start giving Bianca Belair more flowers, to be honest with you, because that there was a hole in that. More flowers? You talk about Bianca with the utmost all the time. But we, but bro, like we, but we talk about how fine she is. I think y'all talking about, wait, no, y'all talking about, y'all brother talking about how fancy he is. Because she finds, don't do that. Okay, fine. I, I talk about how fancy she is, she fine as hell. I don't give a damn. Sorry, Terrence, no respect. Respectfully, your wife is fine as shit. Oh my God, seriously. But. He is from Harvey, he'll, he'll be trying to fight you. Yeah, because he is from yeah, mm-hmm. Chicago. He's a Marine too. I ain't. I don't, I don't want those problems. Um, we don't want, we don't want that smoke. But I think. If you really think about it, who's been the most consistent wrestling-wise and personality-wise and on the mic-wise? Bianca Belair. She ain't really gave us nothing to gripe about. Ain't really gave us nothing to fuck up. Ain't really gave us nothing to where it's like. Oh, no, I said, I said, I want a regular to Timmy, not on the podcast. I said if they still had that award for wrestling or best babyface, I'd give it to her. Yeah. Either her, either her or Matt Riddle. Yeah. Bro, I'm gonna go out on the limb here. I said Darby would be up there too for best baby face, but I'm gonna yeah. Say, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. Bianca is the closest. She has the potential to be the closest thing to a John Cena in this era of uh, uh, a WWE. Mm-hmm. As, as as far as being a, a face of the company, like she has, she checks off everything. She checks it. off everything. You know who else had that potential too? The last feud we saw between, you know, Nikki, almost a superhero, and uh, Rhea Ripley, almost a main eventer. Come on, <laughs> damn, KG. Come on, bro. Oh, you're on fire Creative. Hey, you feel bad enough to tonight, man. God damn, you're on fire Because, man. He's not they, wrong. They, he not they wrong, burying bro. people. They it, burying it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't her fault, though. Like. No, I'm not saying this. I never implied it. I said almost a main eventer, as in, like, that's not her choice. She's not, I mean, like, they dropped the ball with her. Yeah. I'm missing. She's a show of her. Rhea's a show of herself. Yeah. I thought Rhea was going to be, like, that thing, like, that next big thing. No, you know what I mean? Eh, eh, See what I did there? No, uh, I thought her and Bianca both were going to be running each show, basically. I thought they were going to snatch the torch from Becky and Charlotte. That they would still be relevant, the two of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, they have, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They brought her up. They had her in this tweener space. I'm not saying she had to be a baby face, but Rhea was, if you had to put like 10 talents in terms of all time, who was over in NXT, she's close to it. I mean, you don't know this particular order. You probably go Finn, Sammy, Bailey, who else is super over? Johnny Wrestling. Um, Shinsuke. Yeah, Shinsuke for sure. Joe. Joe, yeah. Bobby Roode. Was it long enough? McIntyre. I got one more. I don't know if McIntyre had a long enough run. He he should have been. Shells, though. Shayna's a shell of herself, too. Like, had they right? Like, bro. Her and and, 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 uh, Ronda would have been money at one point. I got one more controversial one, and I don't think it's shocking, but I really don't care. It's just how I feel. NXT Sami Zayn is overrated. Now you tripping. I do you. What do you mean? I, I say can't Kev, Kenny Omega is overrated, buddy. Whoa! 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 Now, y'all, y'all There's both, the guns. Y'all the both. guns are. Oh my God! Y'all okay. both, Hear me out. Y'all both. Hear me out. Y'all Hear me both out. tripping. Hear me out. Jim, that's a good one. 
Give me I want to hear what you're saying, though, out. Joe, because I want to, yeah. And give me out. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. The floor is yours. If we think about every five-star match that KO has had, if we really think about it, if we really have a thought process behind every five-star KO match has had, it's with the upper echelon wrestlers, okay? And I'm only saying that he's overrated is because well, you just said Sami Zayn, though. No? You just said Kevin Owens now, or you talking no, about no, Kenny no, Omega? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Sami, uh, Sami Zayn right now. I'm saying, like, okay, for example, okay, for example, Tim always says, sorry, Old Man Logan always says that when you have a good dance partner, you're always going to have a great match, right? Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like he's always had a great dance partner. Like I, I like okay, for example, Kevin Kevin Owens' first match was against C.J. Parker when he first got to NXT, and no offense to C.J. Parker, no 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 offense to C.J. Parker or anything like like no offense to him like he's not a good wrestler because in, in, in New Japan he's awesome, but it was C.J. Parker and it was a good fucking match. Okay, it was a quality fucking match. NXT, the matches that you remember standing for are what? Roman Cesaro. Uh, the one with Kevin Owens, uh, the one with um, Neville at the time, and probably and, shit, and probably one, probably the one with Shinsuke, probably the one with Shinsuke. If you really like wanted to use that one as Sami Zayn in the NXT, but yeah, that's a great match. But other than that, like other than that particular match, in that realm, in that order, in that space. If you really look at the span of his career, he's always had a great dance partner. Sami Zayn's never the leader. I don't think he's ever the leader in dance. I really don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm sorry if I am. Like, for example, Air Janeiro and Kevin Steen. Air Janeiro and Brian Danielson. Air Janeiro against Davey Richards. All those are upper echelon, high wrestling IQ guys. And I feel like Sami Zayn is the benefit of that because they're so good that he can do the little the the dolph like bumps and the not the dolph like bumps like the the great sean like bumps and everything else this is my opinion i'm it's what this is what i think okay now since the main roster sandwich got here i do want to say i am surprised at how much personality he has he's way better and i take it back but i do think nxt sammy day is overrated i completely disagree with that because uh i mean he had a good match out of if you look at, okay, so for much as they wanted him to be that dude, how many signature matches did Jack Swagger have? He has that one with Ray Mysterio. He actually, Sami Zayn carried him. Because even though he has the amateur background, Jack Swagger didn't have a lot of great matches. Go back. It was a random episode of NXT. You know, I, it's on the, you know, I mean, you can form, form your opinion after that. I, I hear what you're saying, but. I give it to you. But you also have to, he was, they put him with Bo Dallas. <laughs> you say that you say that but you know but what Bo Dallas look God I just eh? not want to do this I not want to do this look I mean that was a big feud down there and it's like what do you really want out of him Bo Dallas is more of a personality guy and you understood where they were going with it like you can't have everybody now four or five star matches. You I need just, somebody that the fans just hate. 
I just feel like he's Dean Martin. He's not Frank Sinatra. That's what I feel like. If that makes I'm sense. I'm not, eh. I feel like. I mean, he's got a good, you, would you just say NXT, Sammy? What I'm saying, he's always been capable, but if, you, if you're having him. Just that man. He's good. Just I mean, I, have, I I wasn't watching NXT Fable like I was during like the last two years before the 2.0, so I can't. So you probably could speak more to it, but I no. could probably go with. Joe, if you're talking about NXT Sami Zayn from like his beginning run close toward the end, I feel you. But that middle toward to when he got called up, no, no, Sammy not was that on fire, man. Not that not that for Sammy was on fire, man. But yeah, beginning yeah. Sami Zayn, I, I feel you. He had an epic match with, with John Cena with a separated shoulder. No. That that yeah. Sami Zayn's elite. That Sami Zayn's elite. Um like I thought it was trash. They built him up so tough to beat Neville for the championship just to drop it to Kevin Owens like that. Like that says a lot about a le- that says a lot about his run. No, but he had a legit injury. I think that's I think he injured I think he injured himself in that match against John Cena. And then that's why I think they, because oh no, he wasn't a champion. Then I think I forgot how he got injured. He got. I think uh, he, got, he kept getting injured off and on. I want to say he was injured, and that's like pile off of. I think he had a concussion at one point, and they were, and he tried to go. He had to like fight through it or whatever, but they still wanted to get him on protocol. So their safest person that he could wrestle with is the person who's wrestled all the fucking time, Kevin Steen. Sami Zayn has a reliability issue. Like just when you really give him a chance, sometimes an injury does end up going against him he's the same dude that when they you know did the whole like cena was doing the open challenge he um sammy zane came out he injured himself during his entrance doing the doing the thing on the stairs and you know from there like he got injured when he got the ic belt at some point like it's been different times sammy's injuries have been you know screwing him over hell it was a is it was an angle and i watched this when i get hot when Brock beat his ass and Roman came in and, and finished him off, that is an amazing match. That whole segment was great because he should not have guillotined him so fast. Well, however, he's been played off with being like an injury guy now because even as all his big matches that's always carried over for 30 minutes and the four star matches, he ends up being hurt after that. Yeah. His match, with, his match with Shinsuke, great match. He was hurt after that. Um, Kevin Owens, that power bomb really fucked him up a little bit. That made that made his teeth click. He got power bombs on his teeth click. Nah. <laughs> 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 that, that's you know that's his homeboy, but you gotta tuck your neck. Um, yeah, you got yeah. You gotta tuck that neck, man. You gotta tuck your neck. You ain't gonna, it's not gonna feel all that great. Got protect and, your um, neck. You know, okay. Method Man. Though. Does anybody else have any controversial things that will cause wrestling fans to point guns at your face? Anybody? I got a bunch of them. I yeah. got a bunch of them. Give me two. Give me two. Give you two? Just give me two. Give you two. Okay. Okay. Um. One. Hmm. No, I'm gonna say that one. No, 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 that's the good one. That's the one. That's the one you need to say first. That's the one you say first. You gonna agree with me about Kenny Omega? Uh, first of all, yeah, I, like I kind of, I, 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 I kind of do. 
Y'all both tripping. I kind of do. But no, 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 no. The Kenny Omega thing. Y'all tripping worse than me. No, no, no. I'll add add to that before I get to my other take. I'll add to the Kenny Omega thing only because it's not his wrestling that makes me feel that way. It's his gimmick, his character. It's not translating like you might think on. Oh, I can agree with that. I didn't see a lot of it. Yeah, so, I agree. You know, like, I could, no, yeah, that cleaner talking. shit not doing it for me. You like like a bootleg right. Terminator Rockstar dude. Like you're like Triple H and Evolution in fucking 04. Like it's not doing it for me in this generation. Well, like his gimmick don't match his wrestling. Period. It don't. At all. It doesn't. Like. I want to really get into him, even when he was doing the whole Don Callis thing. And I was like, I mean, the promo he cut on Orange Cassidy during that few, I was like, okay, but Orange made that, not you. Like, it's he's a great technician in that ring. I never take it. Like, wrestling, I'm not going to say he suck ever. But, like, when he get a microphone, I go, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. Anytime Brock Lesnar outshines you with on the mic, it's a problem, bro. And you big, go through a problem. pillar. I, I am coming to my homeboy's defense. I think the reason why we don't like Kenny Omega's promos is because Kenny Omega's promos stem from something different. He's not trying to say something and then be clever. He's going to say what he wants to say, be done with it, goodbye, bang, good night. That's what he did, because that's what he did in New Japan. But it goes over well if you followed that formula. For example, if you learn something in a certain lingo in a certain way or whatever, but then have to cross it over to something else, like if you learn English as your first language, but then have to learn Spanish as your second language, and you're fluent in both, and you're trying to make them all connect or whatever, and you speak to someone who only knows English, it's not gonna translate. You're gonna be like, I, I got pieces of that, but I didn't get the rest of it. And I think that's why his promo work doesn't sell so much. Because in America, I'm sorry, in New Japan, American promos, they have to be cued when they're supposed to clap. They have to be cued when they're supposed to clap. Because <laughs> they don't, because they know English, but they don't know English. Like they don't know when there was an insult. So they're like, ooh. Watching the prompter. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's, it's, it's like it's that type of thing or whatever. So sometimes he gets in that New Japan flow and you don't like his promos. Now, Kenny Omega, the tactician and the wrestler. We all agree that he's amazing. Can we give me a Okay. He agree with that. Okay. All right. That's all, that's all I got. You, 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 throw that gimmick away. Throw that gimmick in the garbage. That brings it to my take real quick. Hangman Page fucking suck. Ooh, we want to smoke with AEW tonight, baby. Take it back. Take uh, it back. See, here's the Take thing. I'll revisit the Kenny Omega ring real quick. No. It's little, it's little. <laughs> huh? Go ahead. <laughs> he just put the smoke. He just smoked. He said he, he wasn't taking the, it back. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I go ahead. want it. No, that cowboy but, bullshit. Yeah, no. No, but like no. the Kenny Omega thing, like when they first in the midst of flipping him, um, if you go back to that promo he cut on John Moxley, and he was like, you know, a lot of people really enjoyed that story, you know, it really tugged at the heartstrings, you know, about your, your tough upbringings in Cincinnati. I don't think you had it tough at all, though. As a matter of fact, I don't think your dad was that tough. As a matter of fact, 
I go as far as say, my dad kicked the living shit out of your dad. Good night. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, I mean, he has some where it's like, I get what y'all was saying, but he still has some. Yeah, no, I think. So here's the thing. I don't know if Tim was, but we're like, we're everyone watching it like weekly though, because he was doing some hokey stuff, but he still was cutting. I don't know. I, I see where y'all are coming from. Okay. But KG, he does mm. promos like Goku does monologues in Dragon Ball Z. There it is. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, see? Yeah. Like yeah, Dragon Ball, yeah. like almost like Dragon Ball Super Goku, because he's like condescending and right. Right. I don't know. I see where y'all coming from, but I, I'm more so I'm right, more right. so I'm more so on I would more so point to Adam Cole though than Kenny Omega though, because Kenny Omega went out there getting kissed on the cheek and all that stuff. That whole that's to me they he's been look more of a shell of himself than Kenny Omega has. His character. That's true. Not in ring. I think his character has been suffered more than Kenny Omega's character has. It's badly. It's not even. Well, see, I don't. I don't have that that to compare to. Like, like Adam Cole, I can. I can certainly compare what his NAC run to current day AEW run, right? And we can. We all. I think we said that maybe last episode. Like, yeah, they're not utilizing Adam Cole right. At least how we felt. Um, versus Kenny Omega. I don't. I don't know. The, I know about New Japan, but I didn't watch this, so I can't really say how things went there or anywhere else. But. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're getting NXT Adam Cole just with some hokiness added to the mix, like, you know, and that's it. I mean, we would have never saw Undisputed ever doing that whole kissing cheek crap. Like, that's that was cool. <laughs> you, think, you think Paul was going to let that happen? Like, no. That, no, that's a, that's that's the indie thing. Like, they, they do that, like, like when, uh, no. like when uh, the Young Bucks do a bunch of flips, go back and forth, do a bunch of flips and jump over people. And then do a back scratch at the end of it as like an impressive move that's supposed to hurt somebody. That type of thing. Like that's what that is. It's supposed to be. Easy. I can. Easy. Well, no, I, and I can. I can kind of understand that if they did that on occasion, but I don't need to see them doing it every match. I agree with you. That's my whole thing. Like it, it, it's it's supposed to be obnoxious or whatever, annoying, whatever have you. But back to Willis take. Uh, I'm afraid I might have to co-sign. I'm not really. I was cool at first, but like. You said yourself, the dude can't cut a promo. You went on the whole spiel about the whole. No, he can't. Oh my God! Thank you. Oh, Shit. Y'all is not say y'all not feeling ABL two point Hell no! Whoa! No! No! That is not okay. First off, he's not okay. Two things. I don't go that. I don't go that far. Two things. He looks more like Brian Pillman's son than Brian Pillman's son. Like Brian Pillman's son. KG say it. KG say it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Like Paul Heyman said, JBL only touched that championship triple H then when it were Tuesdays. Look, so hangman hangman can actually promo. JBL kind of fucking promo. Okay. Well, yeah, that's two different yeah. Well great value JBL with a with a Brian Pillman curl. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, yeah. So right. So where he had JBL ring wise. JBL has him personality wise, though. Yeah, so I feel nah, like I wouldn't oh, say JBL. So he wearing the old, he wearing the old uh, smoking guns coats to the damn ring and calling <laughs> cowboy bullshit. Stop playing with me. That guy is not good. So Joe, take take that AEW contract you was hoping for. It just set it on fire, brother. No, it's cool. Just y'all need to pick a new champ. Tony, 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 ain't good. Tony, Tony, fuck with us. 
Y'all yeah, want to give your pillars, you know, championships. You have to just give him the belt. I get it, but I, it might be time to put a heel in that position because this is, and, and this I'm is all cowboyed he out. BD in, in that position, but this is this, no, this AW money over there right now. This is AW's fault because AW set him up for failure by putting him up with Brian Danielson first. They you did that. Him, you put him up with one from Brian Danielson. You mentioned Brian Danielson. <laughs> it's a last arch. You know what this is like? That exposed you, you, you know what? No, no, no. This is like, well, not that they didn't expose you right, Tim, on that note. Uh, but the point I was going to make is this is like, you remember how the NBA before they reconfigured everything with their standings, like where they were at first, like teams in the same division couldn't play each other. Remember when like the two teams with the two best records played in the second round when Dallas played like San Antonio and then like they had like a cakewalk after that? <laughs> The Bulls used to play like the, the Bulls used to play like the weak ass Nets, then play like the Knicks as like the second round, and then for like the, the like Cleveland or somebody. They were speaking <laughs> it and shit. Like, what the fuck is this? And then Epic Answers, because you set you set him up for failure. Like you didn't build, you didn't build to that. Like, if you'd have been like, okay, if you'd have did like, all right, he wins the championship. And then murder Ricky, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or Ricky Starks or somebody yeah, 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 who's yeah. good, who's damn good. Don't get me wrong. He's probably one of the more underrated talents. Uh, but it's not like you're not putting them at the top of the mountain, basically, ring-wise. No, you're not. And that's and almost promo-wise, too, because because Brian was coming at his head. He was, what, what did he say? Of course you want to fight me after I just wrestled. That's not cowboy shit. Yeah. That's coward shit. That's coward <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. You're 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 in the ring with one of the most like the shoes on fire. I'm gonna get the cowboy bullshit shirts coming. Cause I'm a, nah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of with, I'm kind of with Will. Uh, I'm I've been said like I'm surprised. I thought he's gonna be Moxie. Well, I'm surprised they haven't put the strap on MJF. They might have to think about it. They might have to be. If they might need to have it. MJF take the bet off him after he just got over on Punk. That's yeah. what I think should happen. They can't put on on MJF. And the reason why they can't is he's so white hot. He would make that title so huge that now you would never want him to lose. It. You would never want him to lose it because he's. MJ they need a champion like that. Before we before we move though, before we move from that, I'm glad y'all brought that up. Do you guys think that that feud continues with Punk and no. MJF, or do we move MJF into a whole another program? Let's not be WWE and stale it, stale it out. Yeah, no, let's let's end it now because like because all MJF fuse be like that. We don't want to just turn into Jericho again, but, but Punk. Let's let's not do that. Good comparison. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I don't want that because I don't I don't need to have more M, like more MJF and CM Punk. The match was actually fucking good. I didn't think it was gonna be that good. It was actually really fucking good. It was really. Yeah. Good. I was I was actually. If they're, good with. if they're gonna move on, because. If they're gonna move Punk on to something else, move MJF. After that, though, ain't really nowhere else for MJF to go but the title. Just because they flipped Brian. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to like, because they're doing a slow build with that though. Because that's how I was gonna lead to him and Moxley. You know, where he's politicking to Moxley. Hey, let's let's build you know st- stuff around us. Get some of these younger talents and help mold them and everything. We know that's what that's gonna lead to a match. And I don't know when it's gonna happen. But we know it's so Brian's gonna be the heel. Um, yeah, yeah. Where does MJF really go? He's already beaten Cody. He's beaten Jericho. He's beaten Punk, and he's beaten Jericho multiple times. So nowhere else for him to go. 
if it's not MJF, it's like the only other person I could see is Adam Cole. And this is like he looked like he was getting more serious. If you looked at that last episode of Rampage where he beat Evil Uno and cut that promo because he's 10 and 0 now. So, after, so possibly Adam Cole. Um, and then you could get Red Dragon take the tag titles off of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And so you kind of get the undisputed era back cracking in a sense. And then yeah, and maybe you and maybe you set that up for Young Bucks to continue to feud with them. Young Bucks feud with Red Dragon and Kenny feud with Adam Cole. And then you get Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole. Or we're gonna get some form of a book up. Did you heard you heard it was a free agent, right? Who said I'm a Tonga. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he just yes, said he's a free agent. Shut the fuck up right now. Are you serious? Yeah, he's interested in going to AEW. All right, listen. I want everybody to understand this right now. This is Roman Reigns sprinkled with a small bit of I don't give a fuck Stone Cold sprinkled with a small bit of like heel Eddie Guerrero with a splash and a dash of a little personality like The Rock. Tama Tonga as a single star is it. This, if you if you want to watch some entertaining shit, watch him talk about Enzo Amore for a half hour. <laughs> and I mean a legit video of Tama Tonga calling this nigga Enzo Amore out for a half hour. Not like, oh, it's like bitches. No, it is a video. Oh, Thomas talking to Enzo Moore for a half hour and shit. Thomas Tonga used the same finisher as Randy Orton. Calls it Tonga. Okay, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's it's, it's perfectly Samoan. Oos is the man. That that is my tribal chief. Thomas Tonga. To be to be fair, there's a lot of people kind of use because uh, Sheen Young Carl used that. So I mean, it's it's just everybody's variation of a diamond cutter. So. Yeah, like, isn't Moxley doing one a, a little variation of the diamond cutter now too? Everybody's doing it. It's almost I and the guillotine. I, I I thought I saw him do the guillotine. One of those the cutters are going to turn into a super kick after a while. Yep. It's already kind of people, there. I you know what? I'd rather see people use a super kick as a as a setup. It's still kind of offensive to me because I do push on Michaels on the pedestal, but I'd rather see people use Same. that as a setup. Then see people use the damn diamond cutters. No, like you got hit with a diamond cut. You ass down. <laughs> like I'm sorry, y'all didn't put more. They didn't put more respect on that move. I'm tired of people doing cutters off the ropes. I'm sick of this. Like you gonna hit somebody with a cutter? That's that's it. Trump Michael. Kind of like what a power bomb used to be. This wasn't good enough for power bombs back in the day. You yeah. got power bomb. You was out. Yeah. yeah. Especially I, Big Vader. <laughs> I watched because he drove you to the ground. I watched that was it of like all like all like Shawn Michaels epic matches from like just probably somebody from YouTube or whatever for like an hour. Shawn Michaels is a fucking goat. I really think Shawn Michaels is a fucking goat. Shawn Michaels would have been my goat until he didn't want to come back to face AJ Styles and he came back for that paycheck in Saudi Arabia. I said it. Still pushing for that. He better do that. Shit. I don't give a damn how bad he think he gonna wrestle. You better. And Stop. AJ would have carried the match because he was a heel at the time. Right. right. That's that's right. my problem. And AJ Styles deserves better. And with that being said, that's a segue in Elimination Chamber because AJ Styles deserves so much. AJ should really be a three-time champion on some real shit. Like, he really should be a three-time fucking champion. 
Well, you, you might get you might get your wish because the the rumor is you know how they do live events like on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. So the rumor is it's supposed to be a triple threat: Bobby, Seth, and AJ at WrestleMania 38. I like that. I don't mind that. That's not a bad thing for me. I this, like that. This, you like that more than the other room. Did you hear who Seth was supposed to face the WWE Championship at Mania? You supposed to face Shane. All right, bro. We're Best done. in the world. All right. All right. Let's Wait, done. real quick. I'm going to give you my second take so we can go to the Nation Chamber. All right. Kane is leaps and bounds better than the Undertaker. Whoa! Whoa. Hold on now, like old Kane. We gotta think about that during the Rufus. No, aggression. we don't. We don't gotta think no, about that. No, we fucking don't. We gotta think about that. Huh? During the Rufus no. aggression era, hit me out. You talking about when he when he you talking about leaders miscarriage? I am hear going. I am going to go get an oatmeal cream pie when I come back. I'm, I'm gonna get y'all out. Do what you gotta do. Get your goddamn cream pie. I'm getting my oatmeal Pause. cream pie. This is stupid. Pause. Get your, get your oatmeal cream pie. No. Y'all made this man. You are y'all made this man get dessert. <laughs> y'all, y'all. <laughs> Joe left for snacks and shit. No, see, I'm I'm gonna go there because a part of my point have a lot to do with the fact that we gotta be honest with ourselves, man. They really built a lot of the Undertaker like legacy around WrestleMania and Street, and that cut into a lot of what he could have been and what he well what Kane is consistent. Um. Kane did a lot of shit, man. Like, y'all, do you realize how many matches this dude had? Like, I, I think he in the top Kane's five had all more, time. Kane's had more compelling storylines, I'd argue, since after Ruthless Ruth Definitely. Yeah. I would Definitely argue Kane. that. I would argue that, but Taker's had more memorable matches. So, had... That's because of the... That's that's how they built it. That's, that's where oh, the no, he might have had comes in. You know what I'm saying? They can no, have I think Kane might have had No, I think Kane right. had more compelling storylines than they had the whole thing when about to lose his mask. You know what when, he, he, when he lost he his mask to RVD, when he electrocuted Shane. He was Shane's Exactly. Um, <laughs> Kane Vick. Um, Tombstone Linda. He tombstone Linda. He did tombstone Linda. He put Zack Ryder off the fucking... Uh, stage in the wheelchair. <laughs> in the wheelchair. He is he our goal. What y'all talking about? He did Young too, didn't he? he? Damn, he did choke slam May Young. I Kane is no best. I'm saying Pete Rose, Kane. like Kane. That's why I say we can't just throw that out the window. No, like, no. what I'm, I'm saying, saying what I'm I think, saying, and I think is shit. Kane really. No, what I'm saying is at Kane some point you can go. An Undertaker is Kane, brother, nigga. Like. No, what I'm saying is Kane might have had arguably maybe more compelling stories. I can take your head. Cause like take her that character, yeah. After a while, it's like, what else can you really do with it? Uh, they didn't they didn't really expand on it. I think Taker still had higher quality matches. Granted, he might have had, but they had the same dancing partners in a sense. Uh, he, he had, had higher teams. quality matches. And they fought the same dudes. Some of their best matches was against each other. Yeah, they. I'm they, yeah, but Shawn Michaels and Taker arguably were five star matches back to back. Oh well, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Kane ain't had and one. Then, and then, and then Triple H. And that tri- wait, 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 let me, wait, wait, let me finish, wait, 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 wait. please. Poor horror. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but uh, WrestleMania 27, when Triple H beat the shit out of Taker, that was a, at least a four, four and a half star match. Hell in a Cell. Bret Hart might have been trolling. What do you call it? Four out of ten? No, I'm sorry, Bret. That was one of the best. That was one of the probably top ten Hell in a Cell matches ever. That uh, Triple H and Taker won. Um, the one against Punk. 
29. I mean, hell, even against Batista. I mean, that was a t- it was between Cena and, and HBK because they dropped the ball at that Money in the Bank ladder match. That that was a whole debacle because how many people were getting suspended out of that match. So they, like, had Jeff Hardy and Edge go out early because they both were getting suspended. I think Orton got suspended. I don't know because of that steroid thing. That yeah. was whole weird. The point is, Taker and Batista or Cena and HBK was match of the night. Taker arguably had the best match at Mania six years in a row because Edge and Taker the next year at WrestleMania 24. That's what I'm they all wrestled the same people, but Taker arguably because Taker and Edge at Hell in a Cell. That's, like that's a Hell in a Cell match that a lot of people don't talk about, but like that was a high quality Hell in a Cell match. At the beginning of all this, it was about the streak and the 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 the, the legend of the Undertaker. They protected the Undertaker. They didn't protect Kane in that same capacity. Hell no, they didn't. Yeah. Had they protected that character of Kane. I mean, Kane had a six-month run with a but title. They, they never Kane and Kane was an injury prone like Undertaker. Mm-mm. The nigga finger like this, bro. Don't do that. Okay. That is he wasn't injury prone. And they didn't protect that character in the same way. It's like they made a choice. It was either gonna be Taker or Kane. They went with Undertaker. Now I'm not comparing it because Undertaker a legend, like in his own right. You know what I'm saying? He he on my Mount Rushmore, but when we sit there and have that talk, or we really sit there and look, we can't just throw Kane in the wash. Like we can't just do that. I'm just not gonna co-sign it. I mean, we, we can agree to disagree. You know what I'm saying? No, we can no, not, right. If you don't want to take the leaps and bounds part of my statement and say that's accurate, I can understand. But from where I sit. Watching them, watching both of them consistently from Kane's debut, hey, Undertaker's debut, to, to, to the end of both their careers. I think people are more stuck on the mystique of the Undertaker because of the streak and are overlooking how much better Kane actually was than him. I think Kane had more versatile storylines. That's what I said. I'll uh, I'll co-sign that to, to you know, the cows come on, whatever the saying is. And some of them I'll co sign that. Trash. All right. Oh, no. Some of them, no, some of them were. I'm not saying they all were great. I'm just saying Taker had more. They all had the same dancing partner than Taker had borderline five star matches. Kane ain't got probably, probably got a handful of four star matches. So you don't think Kane got one, at least one five star match? Kane is not. Well, I saw, no. When I say five star, I mean like all time. Like you go back because that first Hell in a Cell arguably is the greatest Hell in a Cell match ever between HPK and Taker. That's true. That's a five star match. I love the was, it was so the first great. match against each other. Oh no, it was their first. It was their great, first match, but, but it was actually really fucking good. When I say five star, I mean like the perfect match to like stand the test of time. Like you have to go see that it. One. I don't think there's. A, I don't think. Eh, I don't even go that far. Uh, okay. If you think of the his, I mean, granted, it's hard to rank the levels of five star matches, but Bret Hart and. And Stone Cold Wrestling 13, five-star match. I'm not just saying because, like, Wrestling Observer said it, but just in general, like, because there's some that didn't get five stars that should have gotten five stars from Wrestling Observer. I don't even necessarily care about them. Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels, that's another one that should have got five stars at WrestleMania 21, didn't get it, but Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania Royal Rumble 2003. This is how I break this down. This is how I break this down, because I agree with everything that KG is saying at this point. When you say Kane... I get it. Leaps and bounds better of Undertaker. You put a little spice on that, and I think you, I think you believe it. But when you say Kane is leaps and bounds better than Undertaker, you got to understand this is the Undertaker, and I'm not talking about the mystique for a second. Take away the mystique. 
take away take away the entrance, all that shit. At the end of the day, you got to be able to get in that ring and make magic. Mark Calloway can make some magic in that ring. I don't want to hear nothing else about it, okay? Not another word about it. He gave Edge two of them five-star things. No one talks about the Hell in the Cell. No one talks about the WrestleMania. We also don't talk about the Tabers, Lows, and Chairs match that he had when he also had, uh, what's the, the the tag team with um, Matt Cardona and the other motherfucker that we don't talk about that lose all the time. That was a good The act. Major Brothers. And yeah, the, yeah, the Major Brothers. No one also talks about the match with Randy Orton because those matches had Randy Orton over the roof too. Those were some solid-ass matches, too. No one else also talks about the match he had with Undertaker where Shawn Michaels was the referee. That was a fire match that he was involved in. Now, you can tell me the mystique and all other shit because I'll agree with you. Yep, they pushed him. They did. That, yeah, they did. And they, they protected, and protected him. Vince gave him the ability to protect his character and pick matches and shit. You got to think about it. Glenn Jacobs was just happy to fucking be there. He was Isaac fucking Yankum. So when I do finally get a gimmick that... I was able to, you know, live off of. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, hey, what y'all want me to do? Okay, cool. But I put it like this: they projected Joe Anoya too, and he just now getting them five stars. Man, fuck that. Whatever you can say about the protection part that you can say about anybody else, the one thing that they did not do that they did for the Undertaker, they gave him a year long vacation for over ten years just to give him one match a fucking year. But did he earn that? Up to that point, they earn that. Maybe, maybe they Taker both. Was, had, I tell you like, one thing: for five or six years, Taker was in the best shape of his life. He was 6'10", 299, and he was knocking matches out with everybody out of the park. I don't care what no one says. I am going back to the Batista thing. I'm gonna fuck. Batista didn't deserve that five star match. Okay, he deserved <laughs> that. <laughs> that time he totally Taker, did. And no, that's, he he had did it. it. He, he needed one. That's Batista's five. Oh, to that point, he needed he saying, one. KG said it this week. He didn't say that a couple weeks ago that he had a five star match. I didn't say that was five star. I just said it was a match of the night. That's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between five star match of the night for me okay. personally. Right, me Meltzer over there giving it 4.75. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even go that high. I wouldn't even go really? that high. Because 4.75 for me, that would be like. Becky and Charlotte, that last woman standing match. Mm. Like it was borderline five star. It might, might have might deserved five star. 4.75 to me, it got to be like some type of botch where it's like, all right. Like, like Cena and Punk. That was honestly, I thought that match on Raw when they were fighting to face the Rock was better when he brought out the power driver <laughs> and then Cena hit with the Hurricane Rider. I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was. That was it actually looked decent enough where yeah, it's like Cena didn't look terrible when he did it. Because um, there was a botch in that uh, Money in the Bank match, storytelling wise and all that. So I guess it depends what you, man, bro. Because because storytelling for me is what lifted, even though I don't think it was like a four star match. It, that's what made the Jay and, and Roman series of matches better because there was a story behind it. But uh, Taker and Taker and Kane both had to feud with trash big men during Ruthless Wrestling. <laughs> Gene Snitsky and Heidenreich. I, I'm, yeah, they they had it. They had it bad. All right, let's move on. Let's move oh, on. Oh man, we gotta hurry. Move on. Move on. To, uh, fucking um, elimination chamber. Oh, that shit. That shit made my blood boil. You just said that shit. That shit hurt my soul. All right, elimination chamber. Let's 
Let's get quick picks. That, that was a good tangent. That was a good tangent. I think, yeah. That's some good shit. Ill will. Damn, I was I was yeah. really hurt. I was like, damn, you feel You got literally split this evening too. This sad versus this. <laughs> Raw versus SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> I asked. I had to go get Oreos. I was like, I gotta get some Oreos. This nigga made me mad. I ate some sweets. I'm angry. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta get some snacks on this. Snacks. Okay. God, but it, but he might be right. Broski, do you want me to run down the matches that they do get on? Uh, this is CBS Sports. I'm looking at for Elimination Chamber. We want to pick from those. Yeah, just pick from those. Um, All right. All right. Let's we'll start off. And let's uh, go go quick. Just just pick who you want to pick and go from. Yeah, there. I'm gonna just rattle them off and y'all just make y'all picks. All right, okay. so here we go. WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles versus Riddle versus Austin Theory. Lesnar. Well, yeah, Lesnar. Why, 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 why do anybody else? I've seen how that goes. What do you say? All right, that's you too. KG, who you going with? Oh, I thought we were just going to, uh, at the end, just throw bang, 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 bang. Like, oh, no. Just, oh, Okay. Yeah. I'm going Bobby Lashley. Um, I don't think they should really be doing title changes so soon. But like, I heard they're leaning towards top champion versus champion. Now that's not the case because yeah, I don't need to see that in my life. I told you it's like Planet Nemic. They need to just blow up and die to Roman and Brock. All right, I'm with KG on that. I'm gonna uh, say the Almighty for that. I'm gonna say he's retaining. All right, Universal Championship: Roman Reigns versus One Bill Goldberg. If Bill Goldberg wins, I'm never watching WWE again. <laughs> I'm dead serious. If Bill Goldberg, I'm, I'm canceling. I'm not, you know, I'm not even cancel my Peacock because they actually have other content on there. I'm not watching any WWE stuff. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm picking I Roman. I think uh, my answer would be appropriate to be recorded. So I'm going to just um, say Roman Reigns and shut my ass up. Double R. <laughs> Big Joe, who you got? If Bill Goldberg wins, we riot. Like I'm gonna be, un- I'm gonna be upset. This is like, this is like, this is worse than like somebody passing off like low calorie cake is like actual cake. That's how angry this makes me. The potential of Bill Gold- or Goldberg winning. Lashley should just come out on stage with Gage on the stage, like, look, Bill, and <laughs> sacrifice him or something. All right, I think this is unanimous. Uh, we're going for the tribal chief over here in that month. <laughs> Joe Reeve, my bad. <laughs> All right, All right. Rhea Ripley versus Nikki ASH versus Bianca Belair versus Dewdrop versus Liam Morgan versus to be announced. Hmm. I'm picking. Um, I'm picking okay. Bailey. KG going with Bailey. Okay, that's just to be announced. I think. It, I think it could be Bailey coming back, and if she come back, she wins. All if right. they try to do the like a soft like Alexa Bliss re-debut for the match, which I hope that's not what they do. She's not going to win if they do that. And I think if that's the case, they put her in it. It would be um, shit Bianca again. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Liv Morgan just because I feel like Liv Morgan deserves some shine on this show. Ah, change that. Fuck that. It might be Oscar. Oscar's in it. Oscar wins, and they give us Oscar. They give us Oscar Becky at Mania because that's the person she dropped the belt to when she got pregnant. 
Makes sense. Yeah, you got a couple of people that could fit in that TBA spot. Bailey's one of them. Oscar's another. Uh, Alexa Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel's another one. Uh, it all just depends on on what they want to do. Um, so yeah, uh, Joe, did you say your pick? Uh, Liv Morgan because she does some. She deserves a challenge this show. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, and uh, me and KG was talking at work. I'm gonna kind of go along with what that rumor was. I'm gonna say. Bianca, I think Bianca's going to face Becky at WrestleMania to finally get her get back. All right. Uh, Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Lita. The youngest person in the match. (laughs) (laughs) What I do? KG, who you rolling with, man? I like Lita better when she had an edge. <laughs> Y'all fucking with me. <laughs> it was funny though. It was funny. It's funny. Oh man. So so you picking Lita? Oh, you mean you picking Becky too? Yeah. I don't think there's any chance she loses. The prince ain't got that the prince ain't got that much juice. I don't care. I know you like the legends. Well then again, who thought Goldberg was gonna beat the fiend? Hey, hey. We're, that's why we'll see. Joe, who you going with? I don't have a Hardy Boys joke, but I'm going to go with Lita. <laughs> <laughs> she, right. Sure you do. That was a terrible twist of fate for Matt. Oh, man. KG been on fire today. I like how you say a terrible twist of fate because she can't do that shit right no more. But continue. The twist uh, stunner, that shit is ass. I'm sorry, I'm sorry if, if somehow this is seen by Alita, like all jokes aside. No, I, I, we haven't said this on the podcast, but uh, me and Tim were talking about that at work. If they ever did, like I was talking to him about, I think that's the Bella Twins talking about some dream match between them and, and Lita and Trish versus Four Horsemen. I'm like, first of all, y'all not the pioneers. If Mickey had to come back from Impact another time, yeah, she'd be in that match. Lita yeah. would be in that match. Trish mm-hmm. would be in that match. Guy rest her soul, China couldn't do it. So I would slide, I don't know, I slide in there, maybe Natalia, maybe Beth. But no, not y'all. Y'all stay over there and do y'all wine or whatever the hell y'all doing. <laughs> uh, I'm not really a fan of this Becky. <laughs> I'm gonna go lead it just cause, man. I, I, I hate what they're doing with Be- Becky right now. So it's not doing nothing for me at all. So I'm gonna go with Lita. All right, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Usos versus Viking Raiders. I didn't think this was a question. Uh, this no. is an actual question? Yeah. Shit. Lockdown. <laughs> is it unanimous? It's not paranoia? It's not paranoia. Not paranoia. Not at all. All right. Joe, you sure you don't want to pick Viking Raiders? No, I don't want to pick the Viking Fuck them. Oh. <laughs> oh, the man. experience. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that. I want that. All right. All right. And I'm sure this is probably a pre-show match. We have... Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Why do we have that match? Gotta have something for the pre-show, man. Drew deserves better. Why? I want to say, why are you disrespecting Drew McIntyre with somebody who's in uh, that broke down ass fight club? That's what he was in, right? He he was he was he was in that he was in that trash fight club, which was basically. I'm trying to correlate that what that was basically. 
That's how we should have known that NXT 2.0 crap was coming. That raw what underground bullshit. What's a madcap? Oh, I got one more match too. Oh, we, I think it's all oh, we all picking Drew. I'm assuming, yeah. Because yeah, if they if they if they have Drew Lou, first of all, <laughs> this <sighs> this is the equivalent of you. This is the equivalent of two eleven beer. This is what they doing to Drew McIntyre. All right, <laughs> you you don't get you don't get no IPAs. You don't mm-hmm. get no hops. He get madcap. 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 You just you just compare Drew. That's that's liquid cracking a can. That's not. That's what that's what this is what they're doing to Drew McIntyre. They gave him they gave him liquid liquid cracking a can. That's Madcap Monster so bad. Madcap is a synonym for ridiculous. So his name is really ridiculous Moss. And um it works. It works. He's he's as punished as Elias. Um like the number of people they fired, like granted, okay, I'll give him he has a look. Okay, that's cool, but the number of people they fired and he is there. A lot of people put on some suspenders and shorts. Now we we can't get Drew and Sammy. Oh no, we couldn't get Sammy anyway because he can't go over there. I'm sorry. We can't get Drew and anybody. You can't I get mean, Drew and a viable opponent, but you can get Mansoor versus Jinder Mahal. I almost left this. <laughs> yeah, I mean this. This match is actually happening. No, no I'm, I'm, I know, I know, and I'm angry because this is this makes me as angry as the the black rap and hip hop album and R and B, our AEW album. This match makes me that angry. There's R and B on that album. So help me God, I will. There is. Who's gonna sing on that album? I don't know. There is though. Unless unless why can't we make my sexual child? Sexual, don't, baby. don't put it past them. Sexual, baby. They already making the album. It could be some real R and B singing on there. They got Boosie on there. Remember? No, there actually is R and B on there. I don't know who's singing. I just saw the track listing, like Will said. But no, nah, this match makes me that angry. That's I'm not even making a pick. Sexual, baby. Oh wow. That's how that. I'll make a pick, but like you know why this is happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is oh, yeah. slapping the face. I'll pick Mansoor. Who is it? Who's versus Mansoor? Gender Mahal. That's why I said this makes me. As ang- yeah, that's why I said this makes me as angry as a- the AEW album. That's racist. And that's what this match is entirely because um, I, 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 I ain't picking a winner. I don't care, bro. I don't. I'm, this I'm, is like Monday Night Raw when they putting all the brown people together. That's like when they put. Ali with Mustafa, um, I'm with Mustafa. Ali with Mansoor, and then you put Jinder Mahal with other dudes. Like, look, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen in that match. Jinder gonna fight Mansoor, and then was Veer Mahan gonna show up, and then Shanky gonna show up, and they're gonna have a big Indian dance with a camel just for them. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. 
I'm done. Go to the next match. Please go to the next match. That's it for EC. Do y'all want to do business? You, 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 you forgot about great Kali? Oh, yeah, Kali definitely coming to do the... Uh... <laughs> hey, go, go to the Vengeance. Go to the Vengeance. All right, all right. We got the views, the views of ill will and the views of, of the views of ill will are not reflected in the same way as I think. Oh man, I'm trying to get through it. Will let me get through it. <laughs> <laughs> be Playboy. Oh man. All right, Brown Breaker hey, versus Santos Escobar for the NXT Championship. We do not care. No, um, um Escobar, because I'm not picking Brown Breaker. Continue. Uh, Brian Breaker, they put they just put the title on him and they built him up too high. So, Fuck yeah, we'll go with that. All right, all right. For shits and giggles, I want to pick Santos, but uh, yeah, they're not taking us out, Brian Breaker. Excellent. Yep, yep. All right, Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grabs for the NXT North American Championship. Cameron Grabs. I want Cameron Grabs to win, but. You know, with his uh, gigolo in, the, in his corner, you know, Melo going to win again, apparently. Big trick. You know, big trick. Him. Yeah, yeah he going to retain. Yeah, Carmelo. I want I want Cameron to win as well, but they're, they gotten rid of everything that the old NXT stood for. So, yeah. And Melo don't miss, apparently. Yeah. Like whatever the hell that means. Oh NXT Cameron Grimes. I was shooting with with Ted DiBiase. He'd win this belt in this match. Not 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 right now though. Okay, we got Toxic Attraction. Excuse me versus Indy Hotwell and Persia. I don't know how to say her last name. I'm just saying Persia P. We watch NXT for GG. All right. So Toxic Attraction is is your pick, Joe? No, I said we watch NXT for GG. Say is it, Gigi. Is the Gigi part of time? Nope. We do it for Gigi. Say Gigi. Will, you want to make a pick? <laughs> um, just, 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 to help, is, just to collectively, Gigi and her friend are going to win. Gigi and her friend are going to win. Exactly. Perota, KG, you said Persia Perota? Yeah. All right. Hey, All right. hey, change your pick now. I'm just joking. KG, who's your pick? Toxic Attraction. Yeah. No, no, say Gigi and her friend. Gigi and JC. I'm not actually. Is the name JC? Yeah. It's like the perfect name. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Cameron Grimes for the other match, too. I didn't say my pick. All right. Pete Pete Dunn versus Tony D'Angelo in a hardcore steel cage match. Oh, my God. Why? Excuse me. Weaponized steel cage match. Oh, my God. If if, if Tony D'Angelo wins this match, it's the dumbest fucking match ever. This is dumb. Pete got to get his one back. Seriously, I feel bad for Pete Dunne for resigning. If because if he could see into the future, if he had the foresight, I guess this is what Drew McIntyre was saying when he's talking about future shot. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, seriously, yeah, Pete um, I'm, better. He does, and I'm. With that being said, I'm, he's he's not gonna win. They're gonna. I heard he's getting ready for a call up anyway, so this will be his swan song. Yeah. So in in that sense, then yeah, probably is gonna be Tony D'Angelo. I mean, uh, when I heard they, I heard it was a weaponized cage. I just knew it was probably gonna go in his favor because the last few times they fought. So yeah. gotta go D'Angelo on this one. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then last but not least. 
They're doing a Dusty Classic right now, which MG, what are they, MSK? I'm going to call MSK. I'm going to call MGK. They just won, so they're in the finals against the Creed Brothers for the Dusty Classic. Who the fuck are the Creed Brothers? Those two dudes that are with Roddy. And, uh, yeah, in Diamond Man. In Diamond Man. Uh, I'm thinking Creed Brothers. Yeah. Just because they're feuding with Imperium anyway. I don't think I didn't think MSK and Imperium are done feuding because the winners always get a tag team title match anyway. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make sense to go back to MSK and Imperium. While they got while they have chemistry, it's just like they're not gonna revisit that right away. Yeah. I'm going MSK. I'm gonna go MSK. I think they're gonna beat them. Because, I mean, Diamond Man's kind of taking a decline anyway. I mean, you see how they took the bet off Roddy and gave it to Carmelo Hayes, and then they fought, They fired one of the original guys that debuted in the group. Yeah. Diamond Man. They Diamond are, Man didn't give you retribution vibes. They got rid of two of them. Because they got rid of uh, yeah. the dude that was uh, actual, like, the uh, dude that was an actual coach. Like he was in the trainer, he's like one of the trainers, and, and uh, they also got rid of Tyler Russ, who was actually a solid hand. Tyler Russ and the other guy was like Monoro, something, the yeah, they got rid of him too, yeah. So, Diamond Man is giving me retribution vibes, so I really don't have, I don't see Creed Brothers doing it, honestly. Hey, the shits and giggles, I'm gonna pick MSK, but I think Creed Brothers probably gonna take it. We'll see. All right. And that is our special events that are coming up. All right. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say real quick, if you didn't see Rampage, go back and watch Ricky Starks and Jay Lethal. Pretty damn good match. Love that finish, too. They did that. Yeah. Beautifully. They Um, did, definitely. um, Just so we can get this out of the way, uh, please follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Take. Follow us on the uh, Hot Take Wrestling page uh, via TikTok and also via Instagram. Uh, Everybody's social media channels will already be on here. Uh, Old Man Logan, please take us out. All righty. It's been a long one. It's been a real one. Pause. But we the ones. (laughs) Gotta relax. Gotta gotta relax, bro. Want to smoke. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC.